Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination in the book of Daniel. We're in the 11th chapter. Uh, There's only 12 chapters in the book. 11th chapter is a long chapter. It's a chapter (coughs) that often brings a degree of confusion to people. But uh, don't be confused. Okay, don't be sidetracked. Don't be bogged down is probably a big thing. Because this whole chapter basically boils down to kings of the south and kings of the north. You think, what in the world? Kings of the South and kings of the North. Uh, Daniel is being told a great deal by uh, a divine being that has come to give him insight. We looked at the first two verses in the previous episode. Now we're going to be shown more and more and more about what these kingdoms are and what they're going to do. And something that often is not addressed and people don't ever talk about when they're talking to kings of the North and kings of the South North and south of what? In relationship to what? Uh, at the moment when I'm doing this, I'm sitting in Alabama. So is it talking about kingdoms north of Alabama, kingdoms south of Alabama? Is it kingdoms north of Auckland, New Zealand, and south of Auckland, New Zealand? Well, no, the center of all things that we see within the Scripture is the Holy Land, Jerusalem, the land that has been granted uh, to the people of the Lord. And so that's that's the relationship that it's talking about, is the beautiful land as it is described. So keep that in mind as we're reading. Now, again, I'm going to tell you, I warned you over this several times. Uh, just read and see what's being said here, okay? Just read through the chapter. Read through it many, many times as we go through the various days of this. And there's all sorts of resources you can go to that will say, okay, this king right here is this one. This king right here is this one. This king's right here. This one. A lot of that is true. As a matter of fact, I'll drop one or two on you today like that. But don't get too distracted by that because there is a diversity of opinion. What you want to see in, for our purposes is just a bigger picture of what's happening. That the Most High God has revealed to Daniel things that would take place all in the future from his perspective. From our perspective, some of it has already been fulfilled, and yet there's other portions of it that are yet to be fulfilled. We're, we're in the same situation. So let's just go back to Daniel chapter 11, read verses 1 and 2 again, then we'll press on. Verse 1, in the first year of Darius the Mede, I arose to be an encouragement and protection for him. And this is the man in linen, apparently. He says, I rose to do this. Verse 2, and now I will tell you the truth. Behold, three more kings are to arise in Persia. Then a fourth will gain far more riches than all of them. As soon as he becomes strong through his riches, he will arouse the whole kingdom against the realm of Greece. So Daniel has learned right here that there's going to be four more kings that will arise, four more Persian kings. The last Persian king, will gain far more riches. So there's a bit of a timing element involved with this. We know there's going to be four more kings. You can have four kings in four weeks, okay? Because sometimes the kings turn over pretty quick. This fourth king, though, says, will gain far more riches. It usually takes a little while longer to gain riches. Regardless, 
uh, Daniel had to know that he would not live to see the end of this because by this time right here, he was well-aged, probably in his mid-80s, late-80s, maybe early-90s, somewhere around there. But he's being told <coughs> that there's going to be four more uh, kings that will arise in Persia. But the last one is really going to arouse the whole empire against the realm of Greece. Now, Greece is going to be interested in this realm because why? they got great riches. So there's going to be this thing that's going on between this Persian and this Greek empire. Verse 3. And a mighty king will arise, and he will rule with great authority and do as he pleases. We're not told who this mighty king is. We're not even told right here at this moment in the writing, is this a Persian king or is this a Greek king? We will know by the next verse, we will know based upon history, us being on this side of the history of it. And we'll also have some insight into just the way that Daniel is writing this thing, that it flows from one to the next to the next to the next. So a mighty king will arise. He's going to rule with great authority, and he's going to do as he pleases. <laughs> you say, well, don't most kings do as they please? Well, to some degree, yes. But this guy is going to have great authority. Verse 4 helps us tremendously. Listen to this. But as soon as he has arisen, that's the king in verse 3, his kingdom will be broken up and parceled out toward the four points of the compass, though not to his own descendants, nor according to his authority, which he wielded. For his sovereignty will be uprooted and given to others besides them. Wow, well, what's this talking about? Well, this king right here in verse 4 is the same as in verse 3. Okay? And we're learning some things about it. He's going to have great authority. He's going to do as he pleases. He's a mighty king. But as soon as his kingdom was, as he's risen, his kingdom would be broken up. And it's going to be parceled out toward the four points of the compass. We know from history, and I believe very securely in telling you this, that this is Alexander the Great. Because remember Alexander the Great, his dad, I couldn't remember yesterday, is Philip of Macedonia. Macedon, he's the one that unified the city-states, and his son comes along, and and that, that is the kingdom of Greece. And literally, an extremely brief period of time, Alexander died at 32 or 33 years of age, right around there. He's, as soon as he had risen to the pinnacle, and he conquered all the known world, as they would say. He was the one that came in and conquered the Persian Empire. But as soon as he did, he died. And his kingdom was broken up, and it was broken up. It took 20 years for it to be parceled out among four of his generals. Okay? It wasn't among his own descendants, and it wasn't according to what he had told him to do. Okay? It wasn't according to his, his authority, because his sovereignty was literally <coughs> uprooted. Okay? It was uprooted because he, he died. Okay? There's debate over how he died and things like that, but he died at a young age. His sovereignty was uprooted by the Most High God, and it was given to these four generals. Uh, two of them, Seleucid and the Ptolemy, will become very, very important. Would I be giving you too much hint if I said the North and the South? Okay? But from a historical perspective, we know this to be true, what happened right here. So Daniel saw this years, hundreds of years before it occurred. It's one of the reasons that uh, liberal theologians believe that Daniel was written in the second century B.C. because they say it was too accurate. 
because you can go through and sort of trace the history of things through here. This right here is very obvious. Some of the rest of them, you think, okay, is it this king? Is it that king? Is this what's happened? Is this what's going on? And we're not going to get that bogged down in it. But we know from the beginning that what the Lord has said is true. Remember what the divine being said to Daniel? said, hey, you know, you've been looking for this. The vision's true. What you've seen is true. This is going to take place. Again, Daniel chapter 11. Uh, if you're bold... If you're brave, read through it this evening, okay? If you have a hard time going to sleep, go read through it. You'll be amazed. I mean, it's the king of the north, king of the south, king of the north, king of the south. But you will be able to understand it, okay? So fear not. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.